welcome to Drop Zone, a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds podcast. I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. And we got a level with you guys. We're not doing great. We're doing real bad, guys. Doing real bad. This episode is personally brought to you by Soup, because I've been eating a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And uh, what's, your, what's your soup of choice? My soup of choice. So lately, you know, I like a chunky variety. Okay. I like my soup to have some substance. Uh-huh. But uh, since my ailment is tooth-related... Kind of narrows my choices down a little bit. Pretty Can't get much. Anything with like any sort of steak in it. So it's uh, like chicken, okay, soup, chowder, okay. maybe some like corn chowder. Uh huh. Had this chipotle corn chowder that's pretty good. Sounds that split good. pea with ham. That does not sound thought good. That was, thought that was going to be terrible, but I poured that over some mashed potatoes. Ugh. Bing, bang, boom. That's you're, almost food. You're hurting me. That's soilant. That sounds That's gross. like, it's terrible. Some it's nutrient. Soiled based. something, yeah. And when you when you start mixing it together and you're just like oh, I just need these nutrients to survive. <laughs> well, so I've been working out and uh, feeling, feeling real bad at the end of the day because I haven't been able to eat because I've had some issues with my teeth. Yeah, what's, uh, uh, what's going so, on there? So uh, yeah, I got like a. So you should go to the dentist. I'm working reg- on it regularly. Uh, also, if you haven't in a while, I haven't been to the dentist in eight years. <laughs> Has it really been eight years for real? Yeah. Holy I asked crap. The last bud. time I went there, because they're, yeah, I know, right? That's kind uh, of I'm a lot. I'm surprised I still have teeth. Me too. When I got there, I was pretty concerned they weren't going to find any in my mouth. They're going to be <laughs> like, what are you, why are you here? <laughs> There's nothing. No, so they're like, you have a trillion cavities. Oh, so, boy. Anyway, uh, the only reason I went is because I guess at some point the right side of my mouth started hurting <laughs> bad enough that I couldn't chew on it. So I just exclusively chewed on the left side of my mouth. <laughs> And then the left side started hurting, and now I got no teeth to chew with. That's it's horrifying, bad. bud. It's terrible. Not, so anyway, yeah. uh, I'm eating nutrient paste to survive, made from mashed potatoes <laughs> or rice and soup. Um, and you're sick as well. I am sick. I've, uh, I don't know what I have. It's mostly a sinus infection, I think. Uh, I'm sick enough that usually when I'm sick, I'm like, cool, like, excuse to lay down and play video games all day. I got home from work at 3. I took the dog to the vet because there was something going on with her foot. And then I got back, loaded myself up on NyQuil, and I was out by 6.30, 7 o'clock, and I woke up at like 9.45. That sounds amazing. This morning. It was great. Also, I'm a little worried uh, that you're abusing NyQuil, so we're going to we're gonna have to talk about that after. Well, the good news is after your talk about teeth, I'm not going to because... Prescription drugs do a number on your teeth, apparently. You do need your teeth. They're very important. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, if you want to eat food that tastes good, you're going to want to kick care of those bad boys. Is there a silver lining to your teeth? Like, are they going to be able to fix them? Oh, yeah, they're going to fix them. Okay. I mean, that's, it's just so they were like, hey, we're going to fix them, but 15 days from now. I was like, 15 oh, days? God. Are you just going to be so, at the dentist office for like seven hours one day? Uh, they're going to do four at once. Yep. Okay. And then there's like some ones that are like showing minor issues and they're going to just knock those out and try to like clean that, fix that up. So it's four bad ones or two bad, two really bad ones and then two okay ones and then some other minor ones. That's great. I'm not a dentist. Good I don't Lord. actually know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so do you, do you think it's possible that you spend enough time online that you have caught a virus? I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I got I mean, something. I've been blaming my interaction life, with people quite a bit. <laughs> in real life uh-huh so i don't know how you got sick i don't either well Did you i get think you it from was your dog no <laughs> i think it was my wife's aunt who was perpetually sick oh yeah i got it from her that's rough it's not fun i would uh never see her again i mean no. you're gonna have to divorce her from the family it's uh-huh. the only safe thing to do okay well now that we're my wife so one of one yeah. of them got me sick well so anyway now that we're done talking about the ailments cast the sick cast <laughs> the unsickable unsickable <laughs> except we're very sickable health zone <laughs> podcast <laughs> the apothecary zone <laughs> yeah oh god uh no so we we got some news gamescom gamescom it happened is happening happened. i think it happened i think it's over with if it's not yeah. over with it's over with sunday yeah and so we're recording a little late this week so we actually get to catch a little bit more of what's going on why don't you take this first one david Okay, so this first one, basically, uh, I don't know if you had time to watch that Twitch clip. It's like 30 seconds long. Um, it just, so so Gamescom is in full flight, or or, or has been anyway, and uh, they kicked off PlayerUnknown's Esports with a, a solo tournament, and since the time of this article, they've had the other tournaments as well, um, duos and squads. So there's been some online criticism of, of the way the tournaments have gone, um, some you know, obviously there were going to be growing pains with this because it's the For first sure. time they've done it. This game is still in early access. 
um, and things like that. So I, I don't think that anybody was under the impression that they were going to just knock it out of the park with no issues. Yeah. And besides a few people who have custom server access, no one uh, really has probably seen a lot of the um, spectating mode that they have and For things sure. like that. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of different things going on there. Um, but the biggest criticism that I, I saw, and we'll have a, a clip of this in the, in the notes from Twitch is there's, there was a disconnect between the shoutcasters and whoever mm-hmm. was running the spectator cameras. Uh, and, and in the clip, uh, the casters are talking about a fight. Well, a lack of a fight that's happening in front of them where one guy, uh, is on the outside wall of a compound. The other guy's on the other side in the compound, and they're trying to figure out if either of them know that they're there. And he starts to make a move, like he's going to push. And then the dude, the whoever's running the spectator cam, switches to a guy who took a boat to Spawn Island <laughs> and is in the middle of the water, healing himself, trying to get back in the circle. Oh, and no. you could hear slight—I um, wouldn't say frustration, but confusion—from the shoutcasters. Like, wait, what? Why are we looking at this now? Yeah. We were just talking about something else, and then it happens again. Uh, and then they ask for the map to be brought up, and there's a little bit of delay there, and that's where the clip ends. Um, so, but I think, mm. uh, you know, I, I didn't have a chance to actually tune into basically any of Gamescom. Yeah, same here. But it's been a busy week. Catching uh, people's remarks in chat, and uh, Kayaking Santa was uh, nice enough to give us a, a rundown and kind of uh, corral some links together for us to get a crash course on it, and I, we appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like, uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest issue has been the spectator mode, and um, I got some bullet points here from after reading an article. Uh, there was more issues of them cutting away from fights just as the fights kind of got interesting. Um, a couple of times they had the map up during what they called match ending plays. I would assume, you know, close to the end of the match, uh, yeah. you know, pull the map up right when some squads were getting wiped out. But there were some positive things, too. And, uh, you know, from what I have watched, I would agree. Uh, the shoutcasters did a good job. Um, yeah, for sure. I was listening to them. They were very interesting. Uh, they didn't. I've, I've watched a few different tournaments and some shoutcasters, uh, while they're good at their job, can grade on you. Maybe just, you know, the way their voice sounds or whatever, the way they decide to deliver lines. Uh, yeah. These people were really good. Hmm. Um, it was kind of fun because in the small clips that I did see, they were uh, giving a few players uh, a hard time for like messing up strategies or missing shots or, or just not playing well, which was to me was fun. It was lighthearted. Uh, and it, it wasn't malicious or anything with that. It was just like, oh, what you know, let's yeah, let's pull that pan out and run at that guy with a shot. <laughs> just just giving him. It was good. There was yeah. some good commentary. Um, they also had great insight. Uh, they were very knowledgeable uh, about loadouts and weapon combinations, and uh, in a way that me being a you know keeping up with this game and very much in this game, I quickly understood what they were talking about. But I think anyone who just tuned in and maybe didn't could know understand. a lot about PUBG could also understand. Yeah. So that's kind of the rundown of of that portion of Gamescom. Uh, and then I threw in a question here we could discuss if we want. Uh, sure. Given the obvious growing pains, uh, what what do you think and what do I think about the future of this game as an eSport offering? Well, I think, like, growing pain-wise, this, the spectator system is amazing. And I think it'd be cool for if I was watching and I could like log in and, and use that spectator system to watch a match, right? Yeah. So I had free control to look at anything. Um, but I think for this kind of stuff, like trying to treat it like football, right? There, there needs to be some like uh, some logic to it, some sort of uh, intelligence to the system that would be like, hey, there's some squads over here and they're close together. And so we're going to alert you to them. Or, you know, like here's a good camera view of this area where a lot of firefights happen because I know they have statistics of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, you know, just like that kind of stuff, I think will help ease the pain of this. The other thing is probably uh, having multiple camera member cam- camera crews. Right. So I don't know if that's something they did on Gamescom, but I would imagine you could do, you know, five different people spectating different areas. And then you've got the director helping uh, point in the direction of like, hey, this looks like this firefight's going to be good. Let's go ahead and cut over to that. And then we'll get the commenters talking on that. Right, uh, and then that way you're not like trying to find the fight while the commenters are talking, because that seems like that was the big issue. Right. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see a flowchart of how the whole process worked, because it's because like you're saying, it it has to be you know at least one or two camera operators, and then someone directing the the whole process of all right, cut to this feed, and then get the shoutcasters. I, yeah. I would like to see a flowchart of how that happens, like yeah. how they decide. To bounce from clip to clip. The biggest issue to me is you've got 100 players, so that's 100 cameras potentially. Right. And then you also have such a big play area 
that that is not something super easy to tackle. And I think that's where having some uh, computer aid and like, hey, these guys look like they're about to fight, you know, right. they're close together. They're in within a radius of this much. They might be, you know, trying to shoot at each other soon. Uh, that might help. And also, like 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 we were saying, just having more people on the the scenes, maybe following different squads or whatever. Right. You know, that would be... I think that would be beneficial to have the ability to cut over to that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I think all in all, though, it's kind of impressive how far this game's come. It's only been a couple months. Yeah. Considering you know we, they've sold seven million copies now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for sure that they'll they'll work out the kinks and get some better systems yeah. in place. And uh, I, I don't think well, they have an incentive trouble. to for yeah. sure. So I'm hoping that they'll. Um, the development's a hard job. Yeah. And I would bet that a lot of uh, the developers, I mean, like, they're all super talented, but I would bet that a lot of them uh, don't have any experience with producing a sports program. Right. So like, yeah. what tools do you give these people uh, unless they bring a consultant in or something like that? So I imagine that that's going to be uh, key to them getting this experience down is either talking to in- industry leaders in esports who have dealt with this. Like, I, I don't... Um, I know Valve with Dota. I think they've right. worked, they've worked on a pretty good system for that, and and League of Legends I think has a pretty good system. Just and that's even less broad. So you know, but maybe bringing in those experts to talk to them and working with people who've done it before to see what what works and what doesn't, and what audience responds to. You know, right? I think that'll definitely count. And I think it, it has a, a a good future. I think this game is easy enough to understand quickly. Unlike like I've tried to watch Dota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And I just, I don't understand. And it's not like I couldn't, but part of me is like, I just want to sit down. Sometimes you sit down and you just watch something. Like, uh, you, I can sit down and watch football, even though I don't understand the nuance of every little thing. I can enjoy it. Because right. it's pretty obvious, like, that guy's trying to get to that side of the field. Right, <laughs> right. They're trying to do this. There's some rules that dictate what they can and cannot do, but that's about it. And so I think, uh, I think you know, Battlegrounds leans towards that more in being that like okay those guys are going to shoot those guys and the goal is to last to the end pretty easy to understand yep and so i do think there's a huge uh future for this in esports we'll just see how they play it uh with the spectating and that kind of stuff if they can not nail that down i think that it'll be pretty huge agreed you want to take this next one yeah sure so there's a bunch of gamescom trailers yeah uh, they released during Gamescom, so this isn't necessarily Battlegrounds related, although there is some news from Gamescom for Battlegrounds. But these are just the stuff we saw, and we'll link to this in the show notes, just some of the trailers they released. So the first one here that you have listed, David, is Ruiner. Yeah. That's uh, by Devolver Digital. Uh, I, Devolver Digital makes some of the coolest games ever. I, pretty I think, much. I think they're they're uh, a pretty amazing indie studio, I don't even know if you call them indie anymore, um, who have just kind of like risen up to make unique and interesting experiences like uh i think they're to do Downwell. they do hotline miami yep and, um, and then they, they, they even um you know besides just making games they step in and produce games for other very true other yes. other companies too which is really cool yeah they're they're a cool company they were actually uh uh you know unrelated to this but they were demoing other people's games who couldn't make it to pax i believe yes because of the travel ban yes and so you know just like i i have i'm a huge fan of devolver digital so they have this new game it's like a top-down shooter uh looks cyberpunky yep um and it's it seems like shot hotline miami a little bit but it's a top-down shooter kind of standard fare but it looks cool yeah, I, I it thought looks the trailer looks like there's some neat. some abilities there's like a dash mechanic it looks like and, and some other stuff uh it looks really cool i'm a yeah, huge fan so of hotline miami they <clears> do so hotline miami is to me feels like a puzzle shooter yeah so you have a room full of guys and you know you go through this door that guy's gonna shoot you so you have to figure out how you're gonna you know uh, it, it requires like twitch reflexes and also problem solving skills right so how, how can you go about this in the most efficient way so you don't get murdered i think this game will have a little bit of that although i do think it's more of a standard from the looks of it a more of a standard top-down shooter so yes. it's really neat the graphics are very interesting and the character is kind of cool looking so uh, i'm pretty excited to take another look at that when it gets closer to coming out for sure you uh, take this next one yeah, this next one. There's not a ton to say about it. It just it it caught it caught my attention after. Uh, so basically, we were we were looking to uh, record the other night, and we were going through the trailers. <laughs> and Tim was looking at the trailers while I was doing something else. And he goes, "What's the good life?" I'm not watching this. This is all right. I'm yep. done. He watched it maybe five <laughs> seconds, and he was like, "Nope, don't, don't have time." This looks so, dumb. Yeah. I was waiting on him to get online this morning uh, or this afternoon, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch the good life." Just at least try to get to where he goes this is stupid uh so i watched it and wasn't really paying attention um too much but then the the turn the the prestige of the whole trailer hit and basically uh this is a game the, from the glory yeah the glory the new trailer hit. <laughs> this is a game from sweary who uh has made games like deadly premonition um gosh there's another uh 
did he have something to do with D4? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, he's, very he's, he's very... Um, oh, I think that game on uh, PlayStation, the free-to-play, that's one of his. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the skateboarding shoot, what's death. It called? Yeah. Time to, time to Die? Something about that. I think that... Uh, I know he did Deadly Premonition. He did uh, D4. Uh, anyway, there's a really cool game did on the Toba PlayStation. Two, okay. apparently, for okay. PlayStation. Very important. <laughs> but uh, so this is this the Good Life is a murder mystery set in an English village where all the residents turn into cats at night. Not interested. Okay, I'm interested. That's how it went. <laughs> right. like, it was like this looks okay. I mean, this kind of has like a Professor Layton look art style. Yes. I was like, yeah, I'm interested a little bit. You know, I like the idea of solving a mystery. That sounds cool. Uh, when I finally watched this and gave it a chance, and then the cat thing came up, and I'm like, wait, what? And the way everyone they, turns into cats at night, guys. <laughs> the way they do this is that they they're rolling footage from the game and like still shots and, and text over images, and then they show uh, footage of live action cats, like just quick cuts of a bunch of different cats doing different things. And you're like, what is happening? This is amazing. <laughs> it's real good. How how did they make the greatest trailer known to man? <laughs> uh, if if Ruiner had had that in the trailer, we'd be talking more about it. That's right. No, uh, very interesting looking game. I can't. I ignored it 100. Didn't give it a fair chance. I will admit it here now. But now, when I did watch it, it's it's amazing. You should watch it. Um. Yeah. So you want to take this the next, next one? one here? Yeah, Middle Earth: Shadow of of War. Um, and the the trailer was called the Machine Tribe, uh, and they uh, specifically are tribe of orcs that use their enemies to fuel their machines. Yep. Uh, so I don't know about you, but I, I really love the first game. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm very much into this first game, and very much looking forward to this next game. My yes. favorite thing about the first game was, I mean, the Nimmin's system, obviously, but really it was like the uh, it was the cinematic superimposed like i just met an orc with a name and now he's got like a a, t- a 10 second wrestling monologue to yeah get out of the way. <laughs> it's macho man Randy Savage <laughs> it's so good like so anything Dude. else they deal with that in this new game i'm in for the nemesis system needs to be used again so like when that came out and we i wasn't you know i giant bomb was talking about how like that's going to be in every game they were they were they were saying they think so right right I, it's, no i've never resurfaced uh, uh, so if you all. never played Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, the first one, the Nemesis system is basically a system where you have uh, a bunch of these different orcs you're hunting down. There's and a after hierarchy. you murder yeah. them or defeat them, they come back stronger or uh, yeah, or higher up in the ranks or lower in the ranks or whatever, but they change and adapt and uh, they develop into their own unique character. Like I had one guy, and I can't remember his first name, but it was something Lockjaw. <laughs> And I ran into him, like, very beginning of the game and just got murdered. All he would do was he would just laugh at me. <laughs> he would laugh or, like, grunt. He never talked. And so he would just laugh at me every time he murdered me. And so, like, I developed this, like, built-in narrative, this narrative just in my head between me and this jerk. It took me, like, six tries to kill this dude. Uh, I think he had a flaming sword, too, yep. which is even worse. But, you know, this 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 guy followed me throughout the game. Uh, and... It was just a really cool experience. It's like no one else had the exact same experience as me. Right. Uh, with the exact same character in the exact same way. No one developed this hate relationship. Like I saw him early on again after he murdered me and ran away. Like that's <laughs> where we were at. I was like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not ready. And so uh, the Nemesis system is really cool because it ends up crafting uh, stories out of just this dynamic open world. So hopefully they improve on that. I, I'm, I'm very excited about the next game. And it looks really good. Yeah, the whole, um, you know, taking down, like, these giant fortresses. That looks really cool. Um, I'm just, I, I love that world. I'm not going to say yeah. that the story was amazing, but the Nemesis system and the uh, the combat is totally worth yeah. it. I mean, so it's basically it's the Batman, Batman combat. It's Batman combat. Yeah. But with Assassin's Creed, uh, but, but better uh, traversal. Right. And then a lot of cool powers where you can, like, teleport and stuff. And then also murdering orcs. And that's yep. cool. And that's fun. And just, like, just running around this place and being this force of destruction is really fun. Yep. That, yeah, like you said, the story in the game isn't great. The story of the game shift with is terrible, but the story I made up in my head was amazing. <laughs> so that sticks with me, you know? Like, I, I'm willing to play that game again, even if it is a crappy story. Uh, with a license bolted onto it. Right. You know, I mean, I really don't think the Lord of the Rings license adds much to it. No. But yeah, that's very exciting. So anyway, there's lots of freaking cool stuff going on at Gamescom. There's a whole list of new games. Uh, Far Cry 5, I don't yeah, think you put that on here. Yeah, It looks cool. The you first few seconds, you're petting the dog. You pe- oh, you okay? All right, I'm in. You're petting the dog. and You're fishing. It's, it's the peaceful version of the game. That's as far as I got in the trailer. I didn't get to the murder part yet. No, that's not true. Uh, like you could throw sticks of dynamite, right? That's something I heard. Yeah, there's dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, there's some sticks of dynamite. It's amazing. Uh, it looks cool. Far Cry 
uh, is one of those games where I'm I'm into the idea of them, but I've never been able to stick with them. So Far Cry 3, I had a hard time sticking with. That's fair. I think maybe because the main character is just so unlikable. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I'm okay if you die. Is that a bad? Douche. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. And so I don't, I don't know if that was it. I never tried Far Cry 4, but uh, Far Cry 5 looks interesting. Plus, it takes place in the United States. Which what is, state does it take yeah, place in? No, man, Nebraska? Montana? I think so. I some, some middle of the nowhere state where no one is. Uh, and it's it, if, they are, if they can pull off what they seem like they're trying to pull off with the, the, the cult and all kinds of stuff like that that they're doing, it, it might be interesting. They are treading in some political water that I'm glad I'm not a writer on the, on the game. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it should be interesting. And hopefully they can make a good story that, you know, they're in the... I don't know that I don't think they intended to be in a political climate where this would speak to people potentially, but they have a pretty good platform to potentially change some people's minds and make people think at least. So that should be interesting. I'm watching that game from the perspective of I just want to see what it does. Now I don't trust Ubisoft to pull it off, but <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. They do have an opportunity. Yeah. And I think that's pretty neat. So what is this Nvidia highlights thing? Man, it's the about? best thing that's ever happened to games ever. Uh, that's probably not true. Uh, it, it, it's the coolest thing that I could have first seen them rolling out. Um, so, uh, we got a link in the show notes to the article, but basically NVIDIA has rolled out. And from what I understand, they've had this program with some other games, um, already it's, they call it shadow play highlights. And what it does is you enable it through your NVIDIA overlay, your alt Z NVIDIA overlay. And Anytime, as long as this thing is running, that you get a kill, or you knock out someone, or you knock out yourself, or kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the match, uh, if you win, lose, whatever. Any Anytime there is death by your hand or to you, uh, yeah. it will record a clip. Um, the length of that clip uh, looks like it varies. Uh, looks like standard is about 30 to 40 seconds. Basically, mm. a little bit of lead-up time to the kill, and then a little bit of time after the kill. Um, obviously if you get a couple of kills in succession, that clip's going to be longer. Cause I think it does grab all of those. Huh. Um, but it's really, really cool. Uh, we rolled it out. Uh, I cut it on like the day after they rolled it out or maybe the day of, and me and, uh, J-Dub hopped in a match, a duos match. And I got like seven kills that game and that it recorded every single one of them. And it was amazing. It's really cool. It's going to make, it sounds really cool. I'm going to make everyone who is out there making these, uh, clip reels like it's gonna make their life so much easier and give them way more <laughs> material it's really neat yeah that's really cool since i only get like one kill every six matches it's like <laughs> eh for me i mean i guess i could go watch my death videos and be sad and maybe i want to make an archive of all my death videos there you go you could just you know? yeah the, pub, the worst battleground the worst <laughs> uh, but <laughs> so if, this, I, if this had been a thing we would have a, a great well i guess we do have a perspective of of me and dan blowing you up that was right. amazing we have three perspectives of that actually <laughs> and i can't wait until they're cut together into some cohesive like murder reel uh <laughs> it was that was amazing that was hilarious uh so hopefully that'll end up in a highlights or something here soon. But um, which do you want to go ahead and plug that since we're talking about it anyway yeah um i'm still looking for videos for the highlights um you know, I've got I've got a decent amount. I would like some more. So if you want to be featured in the next community highlights, then I need you to email me uh, an attachment or a link to your clip at uh, David at dropzonecast.com. Or you can post them in show and tell and use the hashtag clip show. Um, either way is fine. Just, uh, you know, uh, email would probably be a little easier, but. However you want to get it to me, just get it to me. Yep. Awesome. So uh, the next thing here we have is Microsoft Partnership. So it looks like Microsoft has, you know, has jumped on to publish the game. Um, yep. For the Xbox One version, at least. Uh, uh, which is good news because that apparently enables them to get the game out sooner. Right. Uh, late 2017 is what we're hearing. So that's exciting. So maybe we'll have some some of you console folks out there playing the game soon and uh, maybe listening. I and, might. Uh, that seems pretty exciting. I might pick it up on the Xbox once it comes out just to see what it's like. Um, yeah, I mean, this looks. if it's the same price, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, no word. If it's, I would assume it's still coming to PlayStation. Um, but with Microsoft stepping in as some sort of publisher, things can get funky. There's no telling. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, the plan was even before this happened to put it on the Xbox first. So I, I don't think that anyone should have to worry I, at the moment. Console exclusives, at least in my experience, don't seem like they're actually exclusives anymore. It's just time. Yeah, usually it's a li- so, limited exclusive, but they they usually leave yeah. that word out. Uh, so if 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 this is an exclusive, they offered a Blue Hole a lot of money, right? 
I mean, that's the only way I can see that making any sense. Right. So, yeah, that's very cool. And, uh, you know, exciting to see that that game might be out a little sooner and get more people playing. Although it's still nuts how many people are playing this game at this point. It's kind of scary. 600,000 concurrently the other day. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, Lawbreakers just came out recently, and I think they had like 1,200 people concurrently playing. Yeah, no, no, you know, I mean, like, I, that game seems like a fine game. We're in an oversaturated market with character action shooters, but right, uh, it's it seemed like a cool game. But yeah, it's just like to think, like, hey, this is not normal. <laughs> a game blowing up like this game has, so it's pretty, it's pretty neat. So, do you want to hop into emails? Let's do it. So, Supply Crate is a section of the podcast where we uh, look and and answer your emails or, or take your answers to our questions. And if you want to send us an email, you can mail us at mail at dropzonecast.com and we will, we will try to answer them on the show. So the first one here comes from, and I'm going to butcher this name, Livillomp, 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 Livillomp via email. Uh, this, they say, I'm quite new to pub. Watch Dr. Dis hilarious streams occasionally for a month and discovered your show. That gave me a boost to play the game. Thanks. Bought a gaming laptop just for that, recently started playing first-person solo, and noticed my average kills went from 0.5 to almost 2 per match. Have played a lot of CS, so first-person is more natural view. Only problem with first-person duos is that two out of three times, I'm not getting paired up with a player. What's up with that? I'm solo against duos. I've waited maybe. Maybe they pair me on plane. Nope. Is it to do with me being new or low-ranked? Has it ever happened to you or others? I'm just quitting to, to lobby constantly. So... I've never experienced that, but I do know a lot of people sometimes jump in and then just disappear. Yeah. Like, they'll split off and go play by themselves. Right. Um, What I would recommend is to hop in the Discord, uh, which you can go to discord.dropzonecast.com and make an account. And you can do a look for game and hop in with some of the people who play uh, pretty, pretty often in our community. And then that way you're not playing with some random people and that should be easier for you. And then you make some Steam friends and, and hopefully uh, come a part of the community, which would be really cool. I've never seen that, though. That's very weird. I don't I don't know um, why you're not being paired. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think that's any pre-stated rule or anything. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine what it could be. The, the only, the only um, thing I can think of is if you've got auto matchmaking turned off for some reason. Maybe you turned it that's off. That's very possible, actually. For something yeah. else, I forgot to turn it back on. Or that's, that's the only yeah. thing I can think of on your end you could look for. Yeah, check that checkbox and then also hop in the Discord and find some people to play with. And then you can actually communicate with them over voice chat if uh, if you're so inclined. Yep. Uh, and it's it's pretty fun. Good people. Yep, we got some good folks. Um, so thanks for the email, Live Along. Yes, thank you. And we go to the next one. This is from uh, Dan via email, Surfistolide. He says, he's actually answering our question of the week last week, which was if you could pick one song to play while you're wrecking shop and the other team have to hear it via the all chat fe- feature uh what would it be he says all right so i have three songs that i would pick for this week's question technically only one of them directly answers the questions but screw it he <laughs> says right. uh composure by august burns red as a pregame get amped song we know about august burns red i've heard i've heard of them he said holy diver by dio while swimming across the in-game ocean uh, <laughs> the amount of times that the first line of like the first bar of holy diver gets stuck in my head it's stupid sometimes. Like it's catchy. <laughs> I blame rock band or no, that was um the other one. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Yeah. So yeah. um and then the uh the last one is Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Almost used the August Burn Reds cover, but it's less annoying than the original after murdering him enemies. Um yeah, I could see like a short twenty second burst of that being pretty hilarious yeah. after you murdered somebody. Yep. Uh and if you're into covers of Wrecking Ball, go check out Dustin Kinsley's uh yeah, cover from actually, Thrice. So it's pretty, pretty solid. Fantastic. I, I highly really recommend good. it. Actually, that whole cover album he does is pretty good. Yep. Um, he says, bonus answer. I balance. Uh, okay, so Tim asked a bonus question. What was that bonus question? My, my, bonus, my bonus question was, I was thinking about this because I hadn't been able to play very often this past week. And I just asked, how do you balance life and your insatiable need to play Battlegrounds? Okay. And so that's what he's answering. So he says, I balance life and PUBG by not sleeping. I take care <laughs> of business during the day and murder by night. Eventually my eyes close and I dream about murder. Then I wake up and daydream about murder until I can boot my PC and murder again. <laughs> <laughs> we won't that's, a re- <laughs> that's a really good answer um uh yeah i would i would have to tend to uh, agree that um balancing is hard sometimes because this is i mean i've always loved video games but this is the first game that's like been in my thoughts constantly um so it it can get tricky he also has a random question for us he says have you guys Man. played <laughs> player unknown shadow of murder it's in how did you wait <laughs> 
how did he predict this did he look at the show notes <laughs> he said it's a game developed with the collaboration of monolith and blue hole that pits the player against 99 other urix urix in a winner take all battle royale starting as a naked unarmed orc pillage middle earth to find swords axes shields bows arrows of the correct caliber armor loincloths bottles of poison and cast iron cauldrons whether you're Badass is running on foot or hiding a variety of or riding a variety of dragons, horses, goats, or cats, race the closing lava flows to be the last orc standing. Maybe I should record a podcast called Unplayable. <laughs> that's that's a solid I would play that game. That sounds actually kind of good. <laughs> I would play that game. I would play a basically medieval version of Battlegrounds. That'd be awesome. With lava closing in. <laughs> yeah, that's like the perfect uh, stand-in for the, the gas I, is to make it lava. I desperately hope that this is just what happens in the new Shadows of Power. <laughs> uh, and he finishes off by saying, I'm excited about the upcoming Discord community nights. Keep up the good work. Which you should talk about. Yeah, so real quick, uh, tonight, well, by the time you hear this, it will have already happened. But, but. August 26th <laughs> is our first community night, and... Uh, we're basically going to start at nine o'clock. Um, I'm going to hop in a squad, and if Frigi has time, he's going to hop into a separate squad. And we're just going to start tossing out the invites. Um, you know, three people. We need three people. Roll with us for a game, and then those three people bounce to make room for three more new people. And we'll work it out if we don't have enough people for a full squad. And that right. Kind of yeah, we'll figure it out. Give we'll people a few minutes after each match to kind of jump in. Right. And it's just our way of saying like, hey, we want to play with you guys. And I know David and I both tend to kind of just like stick with the same people sometimes because it's comfortable. Right. But I really do want to get to know all of you. Every time I've jumped into a match where I didn't know anybody, I've had a really good time. Yep. And so I want to get more of that in. Uh, so we will try to be doing that, what, once a month? Yeah, we're going to start with one of those once a month. Um, there may be an impromptu one that we throw out yeah. a week ahead of time, but uh, we're going to at least have one planned monthly community night. Yep. So uh, this next one, you want to take it? Yeah, this one comes from Giga Nemo. Uh, Nemo's Ultra Form? Uh-huh. From Finding Giga, Nemo? Giga Nemo. Yeah. Uh, so he was just answering our questions. He immediately thought of Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Yep. I- which is my favorite song <laughs> to just like, not like. Like, it's one of those songs where like, this is really catchy and I hate it. But I'm, I'm listening to it <laughs> I hate myself for listening to it. Yeah. I hate myself for doing this on karaoke night. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a good that's a good good choice. Very good. So this next one comes from uh Krause, and he, that's via the Discord. They say he says, she says, someone says, Well, since you guys probably already recorded and I'm just reading this now, I guess my question will be for the next week. Guess what? Joke's you're, on you. You're wrong. We, you're so ah, wrong. We, we, we screwed up How and didn't did record. How did you get it so wrong on the first time? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, I'm kind of new here, but I've listened to all the podcasts, and I don't think anyone has asked this question before. So here we go. What do you guys think about adding a feature that makes you pull your own parachute manually instead of automatically at the end of your drop? I think this would be a cool addition to one of the to those, quote, intense drops where everyone is looking around to see who was dropping with them. And that one guy forgets to pull the chute and pancakes to the ground. <laughs> uh, I think it would be a good way to get rid of those AFK jumpers. As always, you guys are awesome, and thank you for making me laugh at my crap job. So we have we have not ever answered this before, but I, I would say that this is a feature that I hear Fridgey asking for when we drop occasionally. I want it constantly. <laughs> I just want, like, sometimes, like, when we load in and one of our players didn't load in because it glitched out or whatever, I want to be able to just rock it straight down into the earth and end my game that way. Yeah. Like... Or, you know, the the option of just like, okay, I timed it just right to where I landed and I took half damage, but I got here first. So that would be cool. I'll take this a step further. And I want to know if you could position yourself under me or I under you and then you land on me and survive and survive, ride you down (laughs) to the ground like a surfboard and survive um is there is there that option no will there be please tuner dev help (laughs) at tuner dev give us manual parachute (laughs) controls please i know you don't listen but if you did uh yeah that's a very good question i think that'd be really neat i I, I would love that uh it'd it'd be definitely be more dynamic and definitely a uh like he said maybe a hardcore mode it would uh it would get rid of those afk jumpers and and people like us can go pat our kills every once in a while make ourselves feel good about ourselves (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we just land and murder 12 people. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun. Uh, But thank you, Krause, for that question. All right, this next one comes in from Larry and Tythreer. I'm going to keep saying that. So people know. Larry and Tythreer. And he he said, uh, question of the week, Whole Crew by DMX. This is his song. That's what he would... uh, 
he would pick. DMX is always a good choice for this. Very uh, good. <laughs> yes. Um, well, just to keep rolling with the questions about the music, uh, Louis Vera, 421. Uh, and by the way, I always want to call you Lou Bega, the guy that sings Mambo number five. So don't ever change your name. <laughs> Never change. <laughs> Every time I see your name, I get Mambo number five stuck in my head. So I guess thank you. <laughs> That's my song, by the way. <laughs> he says, uh, Limp Biscuit Break Stuff. That's also a good choice. Yes. Uh, so we got another one here from Ultra 404, which I, who I played with the other night. Uh, he said, it's Slayer, Raining Blood. Uh, but must start the song as soon as you jump from the plane, and it also must be raining. Try it. That's a good one. I, I would love to try it. That sounds hilarious. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, can we talk about Ultra 404's uh, picture real quick? It's Linus from uh, Peanuts looking at a record player and the sound of the devil. I guess music is the devil coming out of it. <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, this next one comes from Krause, and he says the Benny Hill theme. That's a good well, one. Yeah, of like course. obviously, that's a very good one. That's gonna for me. if no, if someone hasn't made it already, that's going to be like a car chase music. Scene, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that car chase in the last community highlights between Dan and J Dub. <laughs> that was perfect for for uh, Benny Hill. That was. I ruined it. Um, you want to take the next one, DJ? Yeah, uh, DJ Quest. He said, uh, "Carpenter Brit Turbo Killer." I've never heard. I've that, never heard but the song. I, will be I need it. to go listen to yeah. this. I, I'm going to lock and lie to you, DJ Quest. I didn't listen to it because I'm a chump. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go to it after, <laughs> after this episode. Um, J Dub in the tub. He says. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. That's a good one. That's you know what? I got good. a problem with J-Dub, and that's because I asked him, and he wasn't actively in the tub when we were playing. <laughs> no, but his uh, his video camera like overlay is a tub. It's a tub, and it which cracks is amazing. Me up. <laughs> um, this next one for Slamzone, take it. Wilhelm Richard Wagner, Flight of the Valkyries, which actually I think is a very good choice and was kind of in my head when we first made this idea. That's good. That's a good one. Um, cabled, he threw us two out. He said, um, the first one is Noma, Brain Power. Um, I've not heard that one. I'll have to check it out. No. And then the next one is, which I have heard, uh, it's from, uh, Mike, I think is how you say it. It's a Mike with two eyes. Mike. 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 <laughs> Mike. No. no. Mike. Genghis Khan. No. Uh, that's a good song. And, that sounds uh, catchy. Then the last one is Tommy Life Accordion Boy. I have no idea what that is, but I'm going to find out. I don't out. either, but... Uh, Cable seems like a cool dude, and I do like that Genghis Khan song. Yep. So, got this next one from Kayaking Santa. <laughs> this, yeah, next one from Kayaking Santa. It's literally as funky as I can possibly subject you all to hear. <laughs> and it's uh, the Floozies love sex and fancy things. That sounds like a good song. It sounds great. Um, good. All right. So, uh, now we're going to head back to the bonus question that Fridgey asked How do you balance life and your insatiable need to play PUBG? Well, actually, no, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. Pirato has a question. Oh, my bad. You're right. Okay. All right. Pirato. So does J-Dub. Man, you're just ruining my flow here. Um, <laughs> it's just the sickness. It's causing me to not be able to read past You're down anything. with the sickness. Um, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just end the episode with that noise? <laughs> Us both trying to imitate that for like two minutes? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. You uh, said, Pirato, Pirato says, what are your thoughts on the devs currently? Only adding new primary weapons to drops. Do you think that that it's possible to add too many guns? Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, but I think that it would be cool to see more guns just in the world. But also, I can see how that could be a nightmare to balance. Right. So maybe this gives them a break because this is it's rare. I'm not sure. I'm not a developer, and so I feel I've worked with developers before, uh, and I know they do have a really hard job. So I and it wasn't even gaming, but they do their job's really hard. So I, I think. It's one of those things where the payoff is probably kind of like what they did with the VSS of just dropping it in a crate and then making it a, you know, permanent drop right. outside of a crate would be probably the best way to handle it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm of the camp that I would like to see some new For sure. primaries that always spawn in. But I'll, like I said before, um, there's only so many guns you can add in there. They only shoot so many different types of rounds. And like like Fridgey said, uh, balancing is probably a huge issue. So I get why they probably have only been adding them to crates. Um you want to take this next yeah, one? Good question. Yeah, this one's from J-Dub. He says, what do you think about devs adding option to be able to draw on the map? Uh, example, everyone has an assigned color and they are able to draw on the mini-map to draw out a map plan. Also, to be able to have a disable feature just in case people are just drawing a bunch of wee-wees. <laughs> um, I think that would be really neat, mainly because, uh, especially if it showed on the mini-map, because sometimes when you're driving, it's like, where do I go next? Yep. So someone could draw you a course and be like, I mean, totally control you and drive you right into the you know water, but... 
<laughs> I, the idea of having that would be really cool, and I don't think that would be too hard to implement. Although I know that, like, as soon as I got it, I would start and start on the plane, just trying to fill the whole map in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that would that would probably be. You're the reason they don't have that feature in there. Uh, <laughs> that would be my first goal. Is like I got to fill this whole map, guys. <laughs> We're playing blind. Um, playing <laughs> playing hardcore mode. Give me just that thirty minutes to go ahead and draw all this in. <laughs> uh, no, that's a cool idea, though. I do agree that it would be really cool. As far as like, I know this. There's a team in the compound. Let's strategize how everyone like goes like you're gonna yeah, flank sure. left right like that it, it would be very neat to be able to draw out your game plan that'd be yeah that would be really cool um so thank you j-dub uh this next one comes in from slam zone he says answering Fridgey's bonus question uh i work hard 11 hour days and i'm usually too tired to do anything other than shower and sit down when i get home so battlegrounds is a solely a weekend game for me but i think about it all day really reliving past wins and failures i, I like I that. feel you dude that's a uh, um thanks for working so hard yeah he's a so. he's a baker i don't believe you actually work that no i'm just kidding uh, no, uh he's you, a baker for real yeah he is slam zone hook us up with some bread well be coming from australia i don't care i'll eat australian <laughs> bread i realize what you're saying is it's so far but no listen it's fine uh, slam zone hit me up i will pay shipping if you send us some bread there's got to be some bread that'll last <laughs> uh, i will that i will great. call him out and say you weren't working that hard the other day because you told us that you literally threw flour on the floor so you had something to do by sweeping it up <laughs> <laughs> being a baker's hard though because you got to get up really yeah, early that's, in the morning that's that, i mean for real though be, you have to get up like well yeah you, two you in used to work in a, a barbecue place and Lots of work yep. to run a restaurant or a bakery, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Slam Zone, and uh, keep up those good bacon yeah. things. Send me some do. recipes, Slam Zone. That's right. Let's, Can look, you make us a you start di- sending Discord? us a recipe a week, we'll do a quick Slam Zone recipe of the week. Slam Zone's recipe of the week. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be really good. Actually, just uh, why don't you... Can you concoct some sort of bread substance I can create on my own, uh, either from Australia or just for drop zone? I want a drop zone only bread. Can you make us a drop zone cake? That's what we're asking. Can you make us a drop zone cake? <laughs> um, you want to take this next one? Sure. This one comes from Kimple. He says, I try to play two times a week so I can balance my real life commitments around my love of this game. So question for you, if you could play this game with some future tech, would you rather play it with Sword Art Online headset that transfers your consciousness or a Star Trek holodeck? Yeah. Um, I guess they're a lot similar, but in Sword Art Online, you put that VR headset on and you can't take it off or you die. Ew. So I guess Hollow Deck, just from that perspective. I don't, die. <laughs> I don't like dying. <laughs> Dying's, and if you die in the game, you die in real life. And I will die in the game. Uh-huh. That's not good. Those motorcycle tricks, will, you'll think twice about them. I would. I would think <laughs> twice about them. That's true. Uh, that's a good question, though. I would have to also agree and go Hollow Deck because I, too, don't want to die. Also, the Hollow Deck's cool. It is. Thank you, Kimball, for the question and the answer. Kayaking Santa, he says, I don't saying he doesn't balance it. He says, I've been playing every night that I can with the girlfriend and weekend shenanigans with friends being the only deterrent. Girlfriend is currently in Europe for two weeks, so let's play. Kayaking Santa, I yelled at you the other day to come play, and you were busy. So I'm just putting that out there. This is a lie. No, uh, no. I, 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 if I had the time, trust me, I'd probably be doing the same thing. <laughs> um, you want to take this next one from Invictus? So yeah, next one comes from Invictus OW, uh, one of our moderators, and he says... Uh, I'm with Kayaking Santa. I play a lot, almost every day. I play something and usually uh, at least one round of Battlegrounds because I like I like it the most and it doesn't tilt me. And I don't sleep much. I don't go out very often. And for me, gaming is, is my social platform, if you will. It's where a lot of my really meaningful and important friendships, both online and in real life, come from. So if my fiance wants to hang out or watch a movie, I will. And then when she goes to bed, I will usually play for a bit or after. That seems like a fair compromise. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I try and spend as much time with the wife as I can when I get off work. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, She's an old lady. She likes to go to bed at like nine. So uh, usually I'm, you know, that's why I usually don't start till about nine o'clock. Yeah. And my wife plays the game, but we, you know, we'll, we'll like late, like the past couple of weeks, we were just like, let's just start watching the office again. So we started the, the American <laughs> office over. Yeah. And we've been watching that and just relaxing. Cause it's been, it's been, you know, a long couple of weeks, just work and everything. Nothing bad. Just, you know, how it is sometimes ebb and flow of life, you know? Yeah. And so we've been tired. We're just sitting and watch uh, the office. Cause you know what? happens when you watch the office you don't you don't get shot out of nowhere <laughs> you don't crash a motorcycle so no uh <laughs> so yeah we've been just balancing that way for me i mean i've you know you've talked about how you'd balance it for you like uh kayaking santa says the snore and sneak has become a staple of my life <laughs> so i love that yeah. it's hilarious uh, and for me it's it's much the same <laughs> 
So um, that's kind of it for the uh, for the questions. We do want to hit one. Uh, some folks had some thoughts on the GamesCon stuff, so we'll hit that, and then we'll throw out our question of the week. Yeah. Um, so first off, Holiday Hero just wanted to Kai and kind of chime in about the Gamescom um, on the commentators and things. He said, uh, "Plus one." And this wasn't necessarily a question, but it was kind of too good to pass up. He spent a lot of time writing this out. So. <laughs> right. He said, "Plus one to other responses on this. I made the mistake of reading Reddit first, and there were lots of com- lots of down. Mm, there were lots of folks down on the commentators, but I got the chance to watch the first two single player rounds. The frustra- frustration of the commentators was palatable. They were actually incredibly professional and in not calling the camera guys out for the mess they were. Repeated requests and guidance, uh, so that would be better. But placed in such a way, it wasn't." a lynch mob live on stream kudos to them every time something interesting was about to happen and the commentators had a chance to build context and expectation towards the imminent confrontation and yoink here's a picture of a single player map that means nothing or something out in the field someone out in the field doing bugger all i really felt sorry for them and that that kind of really sums up uh what the issues i think a lot of folks had is um and like we yeah, said for sure props to the commentators for for not throwing any of the camera people under the bus. Um, I know I probably would have wanted to if I was in their shoes. Yeah, I think we, um, this kayaking Santa, port, this kayaking Santa here, this recap, um, I don't think we necessarily have to go through all of it. We're already at 50 minutes, but uh, we talked about the camera work kind of being terrible, and he brought that up. But the one thing I want to talk about here is the structure of the tournament scoring. So you were, you were telling me about this. So, um, like... Basically, I'll, I'll read what he says, and then we'll we'll talk about uh, sure. the loose understanding that I had. Um, he says, structure of tournament scoring is questionable. Super bonus to lasting longer versus getting kills. And in esports, most viewers want the action. They want the kills. Evermore OW won solo yesterday with, I think, a total of three to four kills over three games. Never died to anything but the play zone. He would go to Spawn Island, get all the meds he could, and chill in the blue zone until he would die. <laughs> Well, he won one game, wow. so ended up getting the overall points total and winning. Smart play as he won the as he won the system, but there were guys that played more aggressively that were much more fun to watch. So yeah, I didn't realize um, that he won uh, a, that he did that for most of the games. Uh, so that's kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to award that kind of play because that's when this doesn't become a good esport. And that's yeah. actually, I think, what Doctor Disrespect he uploaded a quick. Uh, like 30, 40 second rant about that kind of, I mean, he was being his character and calling Blue Hole out, but he also did kind of have a point. Like if you can game the system that way, it's going to be hard to take your tournament seriously. So they've got, they've got to figure out a way to punish that. Um, I, I did see the clip where he was caught um, in between some rocks in the zone. I don't know if he was actually trying to get back up on the map at that point. I'm talking about Evermore. Um, yeah. But he did just eventually start healing himself, and I think he won that game doing so. Uh, and, the, <laughs> and the other guy just died to the zone. So, um, yeah, I mean, they've got to figure out this scoring system and and how to penalize people for that. Well, I mean, like, I think if maybe they maybe they just make it more painful to be out in the, that maybe the farther away you are from the circle or something or. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a hard thing because you don't want to change the rules of the game. Well, but. you got to wonder if they could, I wonder if they could just, uh, have a tournament server that has yeah. adjusted rules. Maybe the kills are worth more in tournaments and less yeah, or just, surviving yeah, I is mean, less worthless. There's probably some algorithm of put these three things together. And when you add those together, right. You know, like, like multiply by this, some weighted categories. Yeah, yeah. Time in the zone counts if you get tie or something, so it's worth it to stay in the zone or right. some reason to stay in the zone as opposed to being out in the blue zone the whole time. Right. Uh, so the, the next part here, he says, technical issues abound, power outages today, the sound didn't load for some players and ESL wouldn't restart slash fix it, I believe. Affected Evermore OW today, ESL told him to suck it up and play without sound. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> sound is kind uh, of a key thing in this game. It's, it's this is probably one of the few games where sound is like maybe the most important right. uh, sense you have other than, you know, of course, seeing. Like in some games, it's it's just you have to rely on all, all on sight. But I swear a lot of the times I hear people before I see them. Yep. And that's this last one I wanted to point out. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Um, a lot of people weren't wild about the actual f- interviewer, the on-camera interviewer that I think was talking mm-hmm. to folks in between matches and stuff. Uh, said that he asked kind of long questions and things like that. Um, I can't attest native English speakers, right? Ma- making it harder for for them to answer because you got to go through a translator um, and that kind of stuff is like. Hopefully, either they'll find a new one or he'll learn from his mistakes. But uh, my favorite part of this was uh, Kayaking Santa gave us a picture 
uh, it said, and we'll put it in the show notes. He said, also leaning on a short person, kind of rude. <laughs> it's a picture of the of the interviewer with his arm on someone shorter than him's shoulder, and uh, it just cracked me up. It was kind of random. And, uh, so <laughs> thank you for that. It looks like he's just chilling with his bros. Come on, <laughs> that was funny. Um, That's very good. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you, kayaking Santa, for for kind of. Um, yeah, piecing that yeah, together since we weren't together really able to watch. Crash course for us, and we it's, appreciate it. It was a busy week for both of us for work, so we didn't get as much freedom as we normally have. Uh, so the question of the week. Yeah. Uh, if you want to answer this question, uh, you can email us at mail at dropzonecast.com or answer in the Discord in the channel supply crate. And just try to use the hashtag podcast in it so it's easier for us to find your questions, uh, your answers to the question. Um, and so the question of the week is, given all the new map info, what is your ideal map and what makes that map special? So we want to hear this from you and we also want to hear your questions for us and then also just your opinions on what the going is on in the community uh, in, 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 in Battlegrounds in general. So uh, email us at mail at dropstonecast.com with those answers. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind, rate, review, and subscribe and help us uh, you know, have a better presence online and on, on iTunes. And if you're not an iTunes listener, if you can subscribe on Google or um, you know, just in general, if you want to listen to uh, you know, on Android and you're, you're subscribing the RSS feed, you're already doing your part. We really appreciate it. Um, if you also wouldn't mind sharing with friends on, uh, on, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram about the podcast you like and, uh, and on Reddit maybe. Because it's the only way we grow. We don't pay for any advertising. So uh, the word of mouth is pretty much the only way we've grown at this point. Yep. So if uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing and, and, and adding us on Twitter and Facebook so that we can communicate with you guys. Um, and also, last thing here is uh, if you want to watch us play some games, you can jump on YouTube and watch some of the archive clips or the clips of uh, the, hi- the community highlights. Or you can hit up the Twitch and watch live. So yep. either way, we'd love to... Uh, We'd love to have you around, jump in the chat, and hang out with us. I got a camera um, now. You can see my big dumb face. David's got a camera. You can see David's big dumb face. You can see my dog's big dumb face next to me sometimes. That's awesome. Yeah, see? So. There's dogs. We have the best stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a uh, special thanks to Stairwave uh, for the intro music. You can find uh, more music that Stairwave makes and videos in our show notes. We link to his YouTube channel. He's got some good yeah. stuff. Check it out. Very, very nice dude to let us use his song. So uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Until next week, I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. Go take a look at yourself in the mirror. Brush your teeth, guys. S- start. Yes. <laughs> please, God. Yes. <laughs> start with the man in the mirror. Okay. Is that your song? We didn't answer our question. Our uh, own yeah, question. we didn't answer our own question. My, wait, you're, if you're still listening and the music's playing over this, no song. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's fair. Is that your question? That's your answer? No song. That's my answer. <laughs> answer is no song. Uh, no my, song. my answer is uh, Joker and the Thief by Wolfmother, because uh, I, I remember it in um, Shoot 'em Up, which is a real dumb movie, and it, it was very well placed in a gunfight scene, so that's my answer. Yes, perfect. All right, for real this time, until next time, I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. Go show some love to somebody with bullets. Go show some love to the man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. Start with the man in the mirror. End with with the man not in the mirror yourself. The mirror is just an alternate universe. (laughs) If you start with him, you're not really going to change. What are we doing? I don't know. Let's end this thing. Bye. Bye.